Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of Uncovering the Corners of the World podcast. I'm your host, Karina Kosmala. Using research and my personal experiences, where I actually set foot in some of these places, I'll be describing some of the unknown attractions in both the U.S. and around the world. This week, we are driving back to Illinois to check out the places that were used as backdrops or were found in scenes of iconic films. We also visit a home of the founder of the Chicago Tribune newspaper. The paint peels from the ceiling, the rusty bed frames sit in the dark cells, and in the center of one of the buildings are the words, it's never too late to mend. The old Joliet prison is a castellated Gothic prison lies in Joliet, Illinois, on 1125 Collins Street. It was more famously used as the backdrop in the 1980s film Blues Brothers and in season one of the 2005 TV series Prison Break. But in the TV series, it went by the name Fox River State Penitentiary Prison. Old Joliet Prison also made a brief appearance in the films Let's Go to Prison and Derailed. Old Joliet Prison opened in 1858. There were 280 prisoners, and it increased to 1,700 prisoners in the 1870s. The prison was shared with males and females up until 1894, where they transferred over the female prisoners to a separate prison. On the east side, Collins Street. The limestone prison was constructed to look like a castle with its corner towers. Behind the prison gate, there was more than just a solitary confinement building. There was also a kitchen, a steam plant, a bathhouse, library, bakery, storehouse, greenhouses, a dining hall, along with a hospital and a chapel. The prisoners also produced materials ranging from furniture to shoes. Old Joliet Prison held infamous inmates such as Leopold and Loeb, Richard Speck, John Wayne Gacy, James Earl Ray, and Babyface Nelson. The prison closed in 2002 because of budget cuts. And today you can take tours of the prison grounds to learn more about the history and the gruesome tales lurking behind the walls. If you're like me, then you've seen the 1990 iconic film, Home Alone, and the 1992 film, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So many times, you could probably recite every line by memory, or know what will happen in each scene. Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, are two films that could be considered a holiday classic. Home Alone starred Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister, who was left accidentally alone at home while the rest of his family go on a Christmas trip to Paris. While Kevin's parents are realizing they left Kevin at home, Kevin, on the other hand, tries to protect his home from two burglars by setting up all kinds of homemade booby traps. Our next stop is to the home that was in the 1990 film Home Alone, 
where some people have asked the question, what exactly is Kevin's parents' job that they can afford that kind of house? Most of the film took place at the McAllister's residence, and the home is located at 671 Lincoln Avenue in Winnetka, Illinois. This home was built in the 1920, and it's built in a Gregorian style from the red bricks and covers 4,200 square feet. The home has five bedrooms and three and a half bathrooms, along with a large kitchen, double garage, and a greenhouse. Not every scene in the film was filmed in the house. Only the scenes with the main staircase, basement, kitchen, attic, and first floor. The home belonged to the Abenstein family, and they were still living in that home when Home Alone was being filmed. Today, you can't tour the house because it is a private residence, but you can spot people driving by and taking pictures outside the home's gates. Strolling through the 29 acres of land are gardens of colorful assorted trees, shrubs, and flowers, like the bunny tails flowers found in the Cantigny Garden in the Cantigny Park, located at 1 South 151 Wheaton Road in Wheaton, Illinois. Besides the Cantigny Garden, the trails inside the park lead to the Colonel Robert R. McCormick Museum and the First Division Museum. The Robert R. McCormick Museum is the original home of Joseph Medill, who founded the Chicago Tribune newspaper. The home was built in 1896, and Joseph Medill passed down the home to his grandson, Robert R. McCormick. Robert R. McCormick was an editor and a publisher of the Chicago Tribune newspaper. The home and the area around the home was part of Robert R. McCormick's estate from the 1920s until 1955. He wrote in his will that after his death, he wanted his estate to become a public place for education and recreation, thus creating Cantigny Park. The museum showcases artifacts and literature, along with the history of the Chicago Tribune's staff participation in the war. Once you pass the Robert R. McCormick Museum, there is a garden of tanks from the M1917 light tank, which was the first tank of the U.S. Army, to the M1 Abrams tank that was known for protecting its crew from the chemical, nuclear, and biological elements. These tanks are all different sizes and colors, and they all lead up to the First Division Museum. The First Division Museum exhibits the First World War from the point of view of the U.S. Army's 1st Infantry Division. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. To read more about the history of the old Joliet Prison, check out the official Joliet Prison website, along with the website sah-archipedia.org. Even though you can't visit the inside of the Home Alone house, you can check out the interior by reading the article, The Real Life Home Alone House, Then and Now, by Flavia Medrut to learn more. 
The Cantigny Park information can be found on the websites cantignypark.org and the First Division Museum at Cantigny Park. Have a great week. Thank you.